and welcome to another Choo Choo Choosy episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost over 100 pounds and kept Ooh. it off for over six years. Yeah. I'm a Thrive Global certified coach, mm-hmm. a Tiny Habits certified coach, yeah. and a willing participant in a marriage to the guy right next to me. <laughs> Donald Weigel. I don't know. When you have to announce that you're a willing participant, I think it like But I, am. I I think it like like puts a little bit of doubt upon This is legal tender that I'm offering you. Who are you, kind sir? These items were obtained by legal means. Like when you have to say that Okay. I, I feel like feel like then people are like, we huh, just, we just... maybe she's not really a willing participant in that marriage. Who are you? Hello, I'm Donald Weigel. I did I did say that, uh, and I am also you one done? of your hosts. <laughs> I have convinced Catherine to willingly marry me. I think. <laughs> Yeah. And, and remain willingly married to me for the past 25 plus years. Oh, it's over 25 it years is now. Yeah, barreling 25. down. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I lost uh, about 100 pounds. I've kept it off for uh, about five and a half years. Congratulations. Thank you. No, and I, I, and uh, we've had this podcast for uh, also about five and a half legally years. Obtained, legally obtained uh, podcast. Yes. All of the equipment we use <laughs> definitely purchased. was legally obtained. <laughs> It does sound much more sus, yeah. as the kids say. Yeah. Don't oh, the yeah. kids say sus? Do, do they still say sus? I they feel like that sus. was like a couple of years ago when I, sus there was a thing. There are lots of words that I'm just not up on, but uh, yeah. but yeah, sus, I'm going to stick with. I'm fine with it. It okay. saves so much time. Well, the information we're about to give you is definitely not sus. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, it is, is... that is something that uh, we can assure you of. Yeah, but what is sus is that uh, though you heard a podcast last week, an episode, yeah. we haven't recorded an episode in over a month. It's been, yeah, it's been like five weeks, I yeah, think, since so we last recorded. We took off and landed. Uh, we uh, we took the month of July off from podcasting, which has good good merits and bad merits. Yeah, Are we, bad merits we front-loaded, just to yeah. let you behind the curtain where <laughs> the wizard is, um, we front-loaded, we did like a whole bunch of episodes in advance because we had a very busy July, including uh, technically multiple vacations. Yeah, we uh, – and th- now we're actually Look, getting very into Very fortunate this. to have done it, like – Absolutely amazing month of July, but, but we're trying to get back into it. But but amazing things happened on vacation. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. So first of all, uh, and this is long awaited by someone named Meredith, maybe. Yeah. Is we went to Portland for one of my brother's weddings. No, not <laughs> one, not- <laughs> of, one of his weddings. <laughs> one of his weddings. <laughs> he said so many weddings. Yeah. Uh, as far as everyone knows, he this is his first wedding. One of her brothers had his first wedding. <laughs> well, I'm your first wife. Yes. It, it was his first Catherine, wedding. Catherine likes to introduce herself as my first wife. Yeah. So my brother got married. Who is what willingly a, participating yeah. in this marriage. So we went, okay, stop. Yeah. Uh, collaborate and listen. Whoa. We went to Portland for my brother's wedding. There we go. Yeah. And we, my identity as a as a outgoing type person, instead of just driving to the hotel to start with wedding stuff, yeah. I said, let's be adventurous 
people and go to Multnomah Falls, which is like one of the biggest uh, attention-grabbing spots in uh, the Portland tri-state area. I don't know yeah, if there's a tri-state. It, it is really beautiful, by the way. And I had only been there once before in the winter, and the falls were literally frozen. Not like, falling. Yeah. <laughs> Absence. Um, and, do not and recommend. They were, they were closed, and we had to look at it from a across a, a street from the car, basically. Yeah, not- and so I hadn't... I had been there, but hadn't really been there. And yeah. so it was absolutely beautiful. And yeah. we, walk, we walked up this little hill, and we were walking, and then suddenly someone, a, a beautiful angelic voice from nowhere said, do you have a podcast? Yeah. And I turned, and it was Meredith, listener, Walt Chum Meredith, who uh, we met while we were at Multnomah Falls, yeah, we got spotted in the wild. In which, the wild, in the wild, in Oregon, which was uh, which was a nice experience. Yeah, and Meredith and her family were delightful. Yeah, they and, were visiting uh, from and Kentucky. We took a picture with her, and it's on our on our Instagram page. It was. It was and actually yeah, a delight. Don't, we don't get spotted out very often. <laughs> yeah, so it it was actually really. It was really cool. nice. Our yeah. daughter was horrified, yeah. uh, but Meredith was super nice, and her dad had lost a bunch of weight, and her mom knew who we were, and I don't know that her brothers did, but that was totally cool. Yeah. But it was like just a shout out to Meredith for starting off our vacation. Yeah, so right. if you see us out in the wild, uh, we will be happy to uh, stop and say hello. Yeah, uh, so it I was I think awesome. the problem is people see us, and they're like, oh my goodness, they're those two people are far too good looking to be podcasters. Yeah, <laughs> like, they would be in front of a camera if anything. No, Meredith, that Meredith was she fit right in with a good-looking crowd. So there, I'll say it. I'll say it. So yeah. thank you, Meredith, for making our day. Uh, the wedding was great. I hope your travels back uh, to your home. I know your family's in in uh, in Kentucky, but you moved to another state. I'll remain anonymous with that state. I, yeah. I remember things, but I'm not going to say it. So it's been a minute since we've podcasted. Yeah. So sh- the bottom line here: shout out to Meredith. That was the first point. Okay. So now, hello, thank you, Meredith. Now. Down to business. Down to business. Down to business. Brass tacks. Back from vacation, shaking the rust off, down to business. There's there's a lot of rust. Uh, we actually didn't really feel like podcasting. Uh, the One of the, the, the bonuses is that we got to take a month off. The other part is like, oh, maybe we should podcast next week. Like, I'm not really into it. It doesn't really get yeah, vacation Yeah, but we're about vibes. to run out of episodes if we don't do this. So, so. this is happening yeah. now. So, uh, so, yeah. So, we – Received, speaking of people and things. Yeah. Uh, we received, I received personally. Yeah. An email. Yeah. The subject, the header, subject line was Catherine. And that's me. And it was spelled yeah. correctly and everything. Yeah. So uh, uh, it wasn't for me, but Catherine has decided to share it with me. <laughs> <laughs> she gives you a shout out at the end. But, uh, but yeah, we received a listener email from uh, Karen. And she heard about us on Reddit. So, again, thank you, Reddit, for talking about us. Yeah, and thank you for giving us shout-outs on Reddit. Uh, I know at the end of the show we we ask you to do that, and it really does help the show a lot, and we really we really appreciate it. Yep. So, uh, without any further ado, ado, there's been lots of ado, uh, Karen writes in and says, the, this is just sort of the relevant bits for the show. Out of the email, there was much more. She said a lot of nice things about Catherine especially, and uh, – uh, we thank you, uh, uh, Karen, very much. Uh, she says, show suggestion, unless it already exists, mindful eating. What are your thoughts on the importance of and are are there any modified ways to do it? I have heard that if you eat slowly, not in front of a screen or a book, chew at least 30 times, etc., etc., that you will feel satisfied with less food. 
Well, dot, 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 I gotta be honest. I work at a school with a 30-minute lunch break if I am lucky. I often am eating while working. For dinner, okay, I have no excuse. I do have the time. My struggle there is boredom as I live alone and usually dine alone. Take care, Karen. So thank you for that. Yes, thank you. And look, I can completely relate to this. I spent most of my adult life eating like literally either eating like standing like when I'm at work or or at my desk while I'm I'm working like I don't even most of the time in my life get a formal lunch break yeah and it's hard for me too like I'm the kind of person who multitasks like there's no divide between work and home life I just kind of never stop either yeah I'll be like working on the episode and then pause to vacuum which actually happened this morning. We would have recorded a little bit earlier, but there were some <laughs> there's some some crumbs that I'm pretty Necessary. sure Donald yeah, shoved she, my she way. She accused me of planting crumbs in front of her <laughs> chair, uh, and you know who knows who knows maybe I did. I don't know how they got there. Maybe but I did. I could not continue podcasting without dealing with them. So I'm really glad that Karen asked about mindful eating because I think it, there are a lot of virtues to it in general, and it is a practice that many people follow. When Donald was reading the Karen's quote about like sitting quietly and chewing 30 times can lead you to, and I, I like to listen and not predict what people are going to say, but I was like, can take all the joy and happiness out of food if you like practice chewing 30 times. Right. It sounds terrible to me. My will to eat and live, if that was like a mandatory way to do it, I wouldn't even do it. Yeah. I've heard that, that chewing food thing uh, my whole life. And every time I try it, it feels like torture. Yeah. <laughs> and I, if somebody said the secret to eternal life is chewing every bite of your food 50 times, I would remain firmly in the mortal category. Yeah, you would just like, like open the, your gullet like a... I, I like, I couldn't even do Pelican it. and yeah. just well, gulp yeah. it down. People right. love that sound when they're eating too. So. Right, yeah. But I think that that, like, the, the idea of taking on a big plan is something that we rebel against, don't we, Donald? Yes, for sure. Like one of – I was trying to think of like what we actually do here at We Only Look Thin headquarters. What, <laughs> what do we do here at We Only Look Thin headquarters? Well, aside from vacuuming up errant crumbs <laughs> that you definitely planted. Yes. My job is planting crumbs. Because yours, I'm a dainty miss your, who doesn't – Yeah, uh, no, there's no way those crumbs No are crumbs are wasted on, yeah. on my palate. No way. That's right. But one of the things we try to do is – we spent so many years trying to adhere to prescribed plans and well, I can't remember what the what the word that you used was, but just stick to plans by the letter and feel like if we didn't do every single thing that they said to do, that we just couldn't do it. Yeah, plans plans that require a hundred percent compliance. Yeah, that was the word. Great. Are we have found, you know, some people like the idea of those because then they don't have to think. But we have found throughout the years that those sorts of plans eventually lead to resentment and yeah. rebellion. And I I would, you know, try to 100% comply to these plans. And I would be like, oh, this is great. This is working for me. But then eventually I would want to, like, eat or act in kind of a normal fashion 
And I would do that once and, you know, either feel like I had just completely blown all my progress and quit entirely or with certain with certain plans that restricted large categories of food, I would just go the other direction and rebel and just be like, okay, now I'm going to eat all the pasta in Italy like it's happening right now. That sounds great. Because I can't stop myself. And they were never... Those plans for me, for Catherine, were never long-term, like, permanent solutions. Right. So when I was thinking, what is it that we do here at We Only Look Thin Headquarters? Yes. Is, like, what we did before was, here are the rules. I would find one rule that made me hate it, like, count your chews. Right. And I went, nope, I'm out. Yeah. Or like Donald said, comply, comply, comply. Nope, I don't like that vegetable, so I'm not going to do it. But what we try to do, and I think the point of Karen's question, was how do you modify? How do you adapt something to make it work for you? And that is kind of what our whole message is, is what is out there and what can you extract from it that will make a plan that works for you? And the good news is that every plan is available to us. Yeah. And we can pull out, like, one tiny little thing out of it that will help, like, boost our own unique plan. The hard part is that you've got to come up with your plan yourself. Yeah. And, like, and that can seem daunting. Yeah. And, and you know, we have found that taking the pieces of various plans that we actually, if not enjoy, but at least don't hate, <laughs> has led to a a sustainable you know, hopefully lifelong plan that we can adapt and change as our lives change. Like if we're in a if we're in a season where we are able to, you know, do a lot of strength training and and like really pour on the exercise, then great, we can do that. But if we're not, it's okay to like back off of that and do a modified version of that and just sort of try and hit hit a standard rather than than like feeling like we're failures if we can't do everything that we've been doing. Exactly. So in part of this, when we think about a plan like mindful eating, maybe it's not a plan, it's more of an ideal. Yeah, I think it's it's sort of part of yeah. of and, you know, we came uh, – Catherine came across an article uh, written by a woman who had lost 100 pounds, and um, she had kept it off for like 15 years. And only within the last few years had she added mindful eating, and she found that it really sort of boosted her her diet plan, her exercise plan to another level. Yeah. Um, and But that's in maintenance. Yeah. Like that's and, after and long-term – She was able to like knock off another 10 or 15 pounds with it on top yeah. of that. So, you know – if you if you are doing mindful eating and it is adding value to your life, we're certainly not saying don't do it. Yeah. You know, definitely if you enjoy it and you like find that the benefits are worth it, like absolutely like go for all of these things. Right. But for me, it's, you know, like I have lists here of of it's literally 30 different like pieces yeah. of mindful eating and it's it is overwhelming yeah. to me. And there are some of the things, like I said, like chewing chewing each bite like 30 to 50 times, like that's just not going to happen for me. No, it's terrible. So I think with any plan or idea like mindful eating, they make lists 
that are ideal situations. Yes. Like the absolute, like, here are the 90 things I do before I eat cottage cheese. <laughs> like, you right. know, I, I, well, first I create a Tinder profile and catfish <laughs> myself into dating myself. I empty my own bank account to buy a private jet to take myself to Paris, where I will enjoy the cottage cheese. I will, like, you know, lay, lay out a table. Like, some of the things on the mindful eating are, like, set a beautiful table and beautiful china and crystal and buy flowers. Right. For, like, for your low-fat cottage cheese. For my low-fat cottage cheese. And yes. if you've got to go through a 90-minute process of, like, like making your own self sexually attracted <laughs> to yourself to enjoy your own cottage or, or cheese. Or to cottage cheese. Or to cottage cheese. Wait, wait, we don't judge. We don't judge if it's that's your good. thing. Yeah. But like that whole like make it a ritual, like a Calgon, like take me away. Right. Like if you've got to go through this like put on makeup and like whatever to just have cottage cheese. Like that's not worth my time to mindfully eat. That is a functional food, not a focused food. But I think when people come with this idea of like, well, okay, this week I'm going to mindfully eat. I need to ask for a week off of work to do this because <laughs> exactly. I've got to buy fresh cut I flowers. Need, I need and to like, put in vacation time to eat this right, meal mindfully. Like take a fashion headshot so that you can like, <laughs> we watched a show the other day. It was actually a really, it's a really good show. It's called, uh, what is it? The the show about the kids in the UK that all have special powers. Oh, uh, uh, it, it's called Extraordinary on Hulu. Extraordinary. Yeah, it's it's pretty raunchy, but it's it's it's, it's, it's yeah. like it's very R rated, but it's really funny. Yeah, but this one young woman um, can embody ghosts is, is her superpower. Right. So she takes herself to dinner and and lays a beautiful table and actually puts right. like a, a mirror so that she can like talk to herself and her ghost at the same time and she's being like coquettish and like yeah, she's <laughs> she's on a date with the ghost that's possessing her it's yeah pretty funny who's from like the 16th century but like if every flipping doodle meal like okay i'm on my lunch break at work i'm gonna lay out rose petals and like you know, hire a violinist to like, you yeah. can't do that. It's not realistic for most people to mindfully eat all the time. And, and I think that, um, I think that I used to do this with running. Like I used to, I used to idolize or idealize running. And I used to think that was the ultimate form of exercise. And I would, I would run at different times in my life and look, maybe it's just me, but I would find that, well, A, when I was doing it all the time, it was a chore. And I was, I was, you know, even when I was sort of getting, you know, good at it, so to speak, it was, it was something I had to do. I never truly enjoyed it. And two, I felt like I was getting hurt all the time, like yeah. while I was doing it, it was, you know, maybe I was just doing it wrong or whatever, but you know, even even when I wasn't specifically running, I would run all the time and then I would get up off the couch and like, you know, hurt my knee or hurt my back or something like that. And it just seemed like this too much of a coincidence that that was always happening. And so I would never keep up with it because I, it basically, I hated doing it, but it was something I felt like I had to do. Right. And I feel like a lot of these aspects of mindful eating are the same way. Like you see these lists of like mindful eating and, and they just feel like, 
overwhelming and too much. And there's just things that I'm just never going to do. Well, and they're so flipping miserable. If I've got to, like, masticate, like, okay, I'm on 229. Like, oh, no, now I've got to go one more. It takes all the joy out of it. And food is, like, fun. And, like, food is great. Cottage cheese, not so much. Like it doesn't. I actually have- like cottage cheese, but yes, it's not like it's not like I don't eat it and feel like I'm having dessert. Like, <laughs> well, it's like not everything has to be a Calgon, like those Dove commercial Dove bar, not the soap, but the chocolate, right? Where they put like one piece in their mouth and like, oh, I'm taken away. It's yeah. magical. Yeah, don't eat Dove soap either. No, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not for great. a dirty mouth. Yeah, that's so. that's more for uh, for Ralphie from uh, Christmas Story. So Donald is going to maybe give you a highlight of a few actual. I know, ha ha ha, fly to Paris, catfit yourself fish yourself but like maybe give just a a smattering uh of yeah i'm not gonna read all of these i i i copied some lists from the internet uh they're not hard to find if you if you want to check them out but things like um sip don't gulp yeah while you're eating embrace your senses while you're eating um, adopt an attitude of gratitude see now we sound all snarky like if you're gonna do this then Um, uh, take a five second pause between every bite. Eat with your opposite hand. Yeah, eat with your opposite hand. Put your fork down more often. Uh, create a beautiful table with pretty dishes, colorful napkins, and flowers. Yeah. Is actually on, on one of these lists. Um, now it's funny, this one list says sip, don't gulp, and then this other list actually has drink a sip of water between every bite. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but it's that, like... Make it go long, like make it last longer. One one of them said, like eat. Make sure you eat for twenty minutes. And it's like so. I'm gonna like sadly eat cottage cheese for twenty minutes on, on my lunch break at work. Like, what? Yeah. What? Try eating with your fork upside down, tines pointed down instead of up for some reason. I guess to make you actually really focus on it. And so there, you know, we're. I'm pointing out the ones that I just could never do or would feel like super silly doing or I feel like wouldn't really like help me. Yeah. There are definitely other parts of this, however. You know, Karen asked, is there a modified version of yeah. this? Where I think that that we do embrace some of the, you know, parts of mindful eating. And whether intentionally or unintentionally, we do some of these things. Yeah. And so for us and for Karen especially, the ideals are not ideal for us. And having some standards around our food practices does matter. So to Karen's point, we can modify and extract things that matter to us. And just like Donald said about running and not keeping it up, finding something that you do like does matter. So the big questions I want to start with and now that we're 90 minutes into the episode is like what would feel good about eating more mindfully for you. There have definitely been times where I've been distracted while I'm eating and I take the last chip Yeah, and I forget that it's the last chip and then I go back for another bag because I really want to experience the last chip. There are benefits to eating mindfully because we do when we eat mindlessly, then the food is gone and then we're still hungry and our brain wants more like dopamine hits because it did, doesn't remember the last ones. Yeah, and the other, the, the classic Donald Weigel version of this is that I will really be looking forward to a particular treat and then I will like 
take bites of it while I'm like emptying the dishwasher or something or, or, you know, uh, trying to read something online or something. And then suddenly it's gone. And I realize I didn't even truly like enjoy it or, or notice I was doing it. And then I feel cheated and I feel like I need to have another one in order to like truly experience what I, you know, the, the joy of eating it. Yeah. So for us, it's the, like, what foods could you prioritize eating in a more meaningful way? So just like Donald was saying about the benefits of running, like running is ideal, that's great. But what do you actually get from it? What would you get from eating more mindfully? So for example, there are times, like we said, where there are certain foods that you really do want to prioritize. So instead of for Karen, where it's like it's not practical during the work week, fine, then I don't really focus on eating mindfully during the day because I don't have the time to chew and to whatever. But what foods could you prioritize? What parts of your meals could you prioritize to savor those last few bites that really matter to make sure that you're enjoying it? And I also think it's okay to eat mindfully some of the time when it makes sense. Like when you're on your 30-minute lunch break at at school that you, you know, barely get and you're distracted by kids or whatever, that might not be the time yeah. to focus on it. But, you know, Karen says when she's home yeah. for dinner, and even then, I'm not saying, you know, what Catherine, Catherine, I'm sort of repeating what Catherine just said, you know, I'm not saying you need to do all of these things for the whole meal at home, but maybe, you know, for your, your dessert or yeah. for, you know, maybe you make yourself something that you absolutely love. Like maybe you focus on the last few bites, like specifically. Or what about the first bite? Yeah. They always show that in the commercial, right? Right. You, getting into the bath, not 30 minutes later when the bath is cold and the kids are yelling outside. Right. Or like whatever. But what about savoring the first bite of something? Like, oh my gosh. Okay. Those Calgon commercials, even when I was like eight and the yeah. mom, like the kids were screaming, Calgon, take me away. I was like, Calgon needs to take them away. Like they're the problem. The they're, kids. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> yeah. but that's the thing with mindful eating too is like, okay, so I'm sitting in the living room and I can't listen to my podcast. I can't read a magazine. I can't watch television. So I'm sitting in my living room, sadly eating cottage cheese. And all I see around me are my to-do lists. Like, that's why I'm watching TV or scrolling on my phone is because it gets me out of life. Like, Calgon, like, if all the kids are still screaming below you, you're not going to be able to, like, chew 30 times because people are asking you for stuff. Yeah, for sure. Rah, I'm mad. Uh, <laughs> so in order to calm you down, why don't you, uh, why don't you give us a, uh, a few things that, <laughs> that you do that are sort of, I don't know, maybe easier to do. Yeah. Thank than, you. Than some of these other things Thank that we've you talked about. For being my calmer downer. You're welcome. I, I appreciate it. You're welcome. That's You're what I'm Caldon. here for. That's what I'm here for. Calgon took me away. Calgon, yes. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So these are the kinds of things that we do. Again, if eating mindfully all the time isn't practical, pick a particular day, morning, time where eating mindfully matters to you. For me, I love a cup of coffee quietly on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Like, savor that. Decide that this is the time that you get to focus on what you want to savor. I also 
pair my savoring with something that actually matters. So for example, instead of being non-compliant because you've got the whatever on, pair eating with your favorite TV show, with your favorite podcast, with a book. It's okay to have multiple, like your brain is doing more than one thing. You're chewing and you're watching television. If that brings you joy and happiness, why not do that? Yeah. So, it, you know, uh, the idea for me, they, they, a lot, most of these lists start with, you know, don't have any distractions going on. Don't have any screens, anything to read. Like that sounds like torture for me, but you know, the old choose your own adventure books, yeah. like choose your own distractions. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, exactly. That's a good one. Yeah. So, uh, or C H E W S your own adventure. Is Maybe that that's what the name of the episode. For? We yeah. have like nine hundred names for this episode. So, something that we do that is also suggested in mindful eating is eating off of smaller plates. We do that because it makes our brains look feel like things are you know more plentiful. We're eating on a small plate, but we're the portion doesn't look sad on a giant platter. Yeah, and that's a fairly easy one to do. You know, that yeah. you can do even even when you have a quick 30-minute lunch break, probably. Exactly. So also, if you're eating on a paper plate at, at school or at work or whatever, make it – make some nice – get some nice paper plates. Go to Party City and buy some fun ones that don't look like sadness. That's yeah. also fine. We also pump up the volume. Wait. We also pump, pump up, up the, the volume. volume. One way that we eat more mindfully be, and make it take longer is to pump up the volume with foods, you know, low-calorie foods that make it last longer. I generally eat a lot faster than Donald does, like much faster. Yeah, I, but, don't, I don't know like how that happened. But, well, yeah. You spend like 19 minutes putting sauces and relishes on things. That and I'm is like, true. I'm like that halfway through my meal Think and of all he's of the calories still, I'm burning, like all the neat I'm it's getting like by there's putting relish putting and there's pepper relish and, yeah, and then there's mustard yeah. and pick, hot pick, sauce. Pickled onions pickled and, on, and like, mushrooms and onions. He's yeah. loading it up. I do that. I do that like in the kitchen beforehand, but he's like doing it halfway through. Anyway, so pumping up the volume will help you. I love how this has become. <laughs> Pick on me somehow. It isn't. Okay. Um, so again, eat off of a plate instead of directly out of a bag or a package. That is one that for me is a good policy because then I'm not going back. It's not about mindfulness. It's more about intentionality. If the bag is open, I am very likely to go back for just one more. Yeah. You know, they, they say like, don't go to a second location yeah. with a hippie. <laughs> I don't... That was from 30 Rock, but I, also yeah. it's just a good policy. But like, don't bring the, the Costco sized... Well, first of all, don't buy the Costco Costco size bag of potato chips, but don't bring it out of the kitchen to the couch. Like, you know, don't bring it to a second location. Like, portion out what you're going to eat um, onto a plate or a bowl or whatever. Oh my whatever. God. I actually once went, I won't name names, but I was with someone who is more of the hippie persuasion. I'm right. not even kidding. And we were going to go on a walk. And I was like, oh, we're in a nice area. We'll just go on a walk right here. And they were like, no, we're going to go to this like ravine. And I literally took a picture of myself. And I think I forwarded it to Don to tell him where I was. <laughs> because like, we're, I've known this person a very long time. Yeah. And I'm sure I was fine. But like, we were driving to a location instead of just walking in the neighborhood. Yeah. And I was like, I might die now. But like, I'm going with it because like, 
it would be rude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But that actually happened. So uh, anyway, just letting you know. Uh, so speaking of distractions, <laughs> um, but stay away from the containers. Put something on a plate, portion it out, weigh it, track it. That's just a, a good policy. Also, put away leftovers before you start eating. That is just something that I do, again, because I don't want to graze more. Because if I go in the kitchen, there's a very good chance that I'm secretly eating if no one else is in there. Yeah, for sure. And, um, uh, you know, eat away from a place that reminds you of your to-do list or task. If you if, can. If at all possible. Yeah. Probably, you know, for Karen eating on her lunch break at school, that may not be possible. Right. And that's why the, like, the mindful eating is hard in places where there's work to do. If you you prefer to eat at your desk because going into the lunchroom, you're going to be brought into conversations and complaining or whatever, then sit at your desk. But part of the reason to pair your distraction purposefully is so that you can invest in a way that you want to. So if I'm sitting on the couch eating lunch and I want the TV on, that's okay. Like, and I'm making that conscious choice because right. it distracts me from the crumbs that Donald has put. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, the crumbs I planted. But like if I'm sitting at my desk eating and I'm randomly scrolling or I'm looking at to-do lists or all the things I should be doing, that's why I'm pulling back and looking at my phone because I don't want to think about all of my to-do lists. That's something that big mindfulness doesn't like – remind you of like they're not big mindfulness isn't coming in doing all your chores for you <laughs> big mindfulness at their headquarters like a giant brain <laughs> sales are falling <laughs> mindfulness sales are at an all-time low give me some ideas yeah but if every once in a while like i do if it's a if it's a cool morning eating my i'll stop picking on your cottage cheese because I, I i wish i liked it it would be nice if i did but i don't yeah but I like do. if i'm gonna have my yogurt and it, like it's not a time where I can spend 30 minutes, you know, mindfully thinking about its texture or its state of origin or the, you know, the packaging. I'll go out and sit on our patio for five minutes and Don will say like, oh, do you want me to come with you? I'm like, I'm going to finish this before you even come to yeah. sit outside. Like, but I'll just go and sit out on our patio just to enjoy the moment. Well, and another thing you do um, that I don't, I don't think is on our list is you actually um, eat your cottage, your cottage cheese. You eat your yogurt with, with like a small spoon yeah. so that you have to take more bites. I'm assuming it's, it's so that you have to take demitos. more bites. It from, is. Yeah. No, the, uh, the size of the spoon or fork actually does matter. Um, I posted about that. I have these little uh, demitos spoons that are like a tablespoon, like an actual tablespoon tablespoon is the size of a tablespoon portion. Did you know that? Yeah, and a teaspoon is the size of a teaspoon portion. So I use a, a quarter teaspoon and a half teaspoon size uh, spoon. Yeah, teaspoon. I've tried eating with the little spoons and it sort of drives me crazy. But you've got crazy. big, giant, manly hands. For yeah. me, it makes sense. Yeah, it sort, but of, that's a, that's it sort a, of drives me crazy. So I like a regular teaspoon when I eat. But yeah, uh, but yeah I, think, uh, I think that's another good thing that you do. So choose your distractions wisely. Make sure to pair it in a way that matters to you. Mindless scrolling might be a bad way to do it, but purposeful scrolling... I think is okay because we have the opportunity to live our real lives in a way that matters for us. And especially for people living alone, just sitting there quietly with your only like, I'm okay. This is going to sound, but like the, the numbing tick, tick, 
tick of the clock as your only company as <laughs> you, you sadly chew. So but like I think that Big Chew, Big Big Chew, not big, the gum, Big, big League big, Chew, Big League Chew, <laughs> yeah. Big Mindfulness is like sure in an ideal state we would be in Gay Paris, like sitting at a bistro table with a violinist next to us and like thinking wonderful thoughts. But like it's that's not what life is always about. If we can choose times to be super mindful and to really enjoy the food that we're eating, sure, it's going to make life better. Like, great, in in an ideal situation, every single meal would be a picnic by a river with little ducks going by. Like, that's great, but that's not what actual life is like. Yeah, but and before we wrap up, I, I wanted to point out, like, a couple of things that, like, all of the mindful eating lists have on them that I actually do think are worth doing for me. Um, it may sound like torture to you, like some of these things do, but um, really try and slow down and eat slower than you normally eat, like whatever that means like for you. I think that really does help me. It, it helps me in a couple of ways. One is that I, I enjoy the food more, and two – um, you know, that, that thing that they all, everybody talks about where you don't feel full for 20 minutes after you yeah, actually Yeah, that is definitely. Full. Like, if I eat slower, then I actually start to feel my fullness before I've, like, wolfed down all of the food that I've but had. But here, here's the question, though. Do you actually slow down your eating? Yeah. Because you just seem to eat really slowly. And I'm sitting no, there with, I, I like... Have, I have made a conscious decision to oh. slow down over the years, yeah. And you do that by just gathering... Well, I, I don't Gather like, ye relish while ye may. Well, that's, you, that's part of so it. So many relishes. Part of it is... <laughs> yes. Many, many relishes. I relish the, the relish. relish. Um, but... You know, I don't I don't try and beat my record every meal. Like I don't try and slow down at every meal, but I've gotten to a point where I, I'm at a pace that I think is a good pace for me. Well, and for me, my the opposition to that is chewing really slowly like drives me bananas. And I it's not necessarily about chewing really slowly. It's just about it's about like, you know, not while I have a bite in my mouth, I don't like put the next bite on the fork and then put it in. I like I try and like you know really kind of. My squirrel brain is crying right now because yeah, even hearing right. you say it. And look, I know crazy. I know this was going to be controversial because I said earlier like there's no possible way that anything could get me to chew thirty to fifty times. But yeah. here, and here I am saying like slow down and eat. But slow it, down is is more. It, personal it, it has worked for me yeah. and you know it, it is relative to everyone eat slower than you normally eat has has worked for me i'm yeah. just saying and then the other thing that has that i've really tried to do and really helps me a lot is not for the entire meal but when i do have something really special i alluded to this earlier when i when i have something that i really feel is like a treat or you know with my dinner it might be my little 100 calorie dessert I really do try and focus on it and how it tastes and, and, you know, try and really enjoy and, and really, you know, acknowledge that I'm having it so yeah. that I don't get to the end of it and suddenly be like, oh, I feel like I didn't even eat it because I wasn't paying attention. I, I definitely do that. And I think like the, the counters to Donald's is he, has slowed down his eating and relishes everything with relish. <laughs> and I... I was drinking some water and almost... But, like, I 
pump up the volume so that I've got a lot of food to eat so it takes me longer. Like I was eating a salad the other day and which I don't even remember having it. It's like, did I black out and just have a salad? Some of the dressing is gone. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, but like, no, really. Like, that mindful eating is working well for you, for sure. <laughs> but like, I like to eat for a long duration because that helps me with the fullness thing. So eating things that take a long time to eat, your soups, your crunchy salads, like things that take time to eat work better for me than things like blueberries and stuff like that, rather than things that are single bite calorie dense, I think for me really matters. And then part of what Donald was saying about that savoring that bite or that thing that really matters, deciding, and this was actually something that was brought up on a tiny habits call that I was on recently with other coaches, is that their step for mindful eating was savor the one tiny thing that is really savorable. So if Karen's plan would be when I have, and the the tiny habit would be when I'm about to have the thing that I want to savor, whether it's a piece of candy or ice cream or something that, you know, like a, a bag of chips or something like that, that's when you choose to be super mindful. And then you're released from like, oh my gosh, I've got to savor, like I've got to take like, unpaid sick leave just so that I can savor my cottage cheese. Like, instead of that, just like, hey, nobody talk to me while I enjoy this last bite. Like, and and that's it. And when you set that policy in place or that standard for yourself, then you're practicing that mindfulness that you have heard so much about on the radio. (laughs) So... The radio. radio. <laughs> They're always talking about mindfulness on the, on, the, on the radio. So again, as we step back from all of this, our goal at We Only Look Thin, it's only taken us almost 300 episodes to figure out what it is, yeah. is to extract the bits that matter to you and figure a way to make it part of your routine and building your own personal toolbox of, of resources and plans that work for you. What would you like to eat mindfully? What benefit would it give you? There are studies that show that mindful eating is beneficial to so many parts of people's lives, that studies show that people uh, eat uh, or binge eating is reduced by eating mindfully. There are like, it's a great thing. If it feels like too much, what would matter to you right now, where you are, who you are, and with your resources and limitations and time to eat mindfully? How could you pair what you would like to consume both in your mouth and whether it's a podcast or a television episode or a book? What would feel good to you? Like, I love reading a magazine while I have my yogurt sitting out on the patio. Like, and that's fine. I can be distracted. What would matter to you? taking and savoring that first bite of food or the very last bite of food. Make it your own. Make it work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, pivot. That is what we always say. Pivot. Try something else. See what works. See what doesn't work. And adapt to make it work for you. That's what we have to say. Absolutely. And thank you so very much for listening. Thank you for willingly participating <laughs> in this episode of this podcast, just as Catherine has I'm really sorry. It, has made it clear that she is willingly participating in our marriage because, because that was necessary to say. Oh, but like, Tony, my 
mindfully and cry about it and then have all the joy sucked out. There was one thing that I saw that was like, like food is is for nurturing your body. No, it tastes good. It's okay. Yeah, it is. And and look, I think, you know, I, I was just trying to wrap up the I whole know. episode. And, I uh, but, you know, Catherine kind of said, tiny habits it. You can go and find one of these lists, find one thing on the list that sounds good to you and try that. And if you like it, try another one. And if you don't, like, try a different one. Yeah, it's uh, cool. And move on. Uh, but thank you so much again for uh, listening to this episode. We are grateful for each and every one of you. Uh, and uh, we it really does mean a lot to me that people like all around the country, like Meredith from Kentucky, are uh, are listening to this show and uh, hopefully getting something spotting out us of it. in the wild. And spotting <laughs> us in the wild, I know, uh, like a gazelle. Um, and uh, it it really does mean a lot. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, there are almost three hundred more. What? We're coming up on uh, on three hundred total episodes pretty soon here. Yeah, available wherever you found this. We're available on all the major podcast platforms and also anytime on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep, and if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on that link for join our support group to find out more about Walt Place. Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place, is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for support and suggestions. We have Zoom meetings weekly to talk about issues. I give presentations and we also just have lots of great candid chat about things that are like hard to talk about in public forums. Uh, it's a safe space. Um, we would love to have you join. And if you are interested, we have two subscription options, a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Wolf Place is right for you. So check it out. And you can also interact with us in other ways on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and I guess it's called I, X I now? don't want to be on X. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's I weird. wanted to talk to you about that. <laughs> I don't like it. I haven't actually tweeted in a very long time I know anyway. there's a new thing called like Thread threads, or something, yeah, but I, I don't Thread. I, I join Threads I personally, X. and I actually kind of like it, as, but As we'll someone see. who is in Gen X, I just don't. All right, so let's for now say we are on facebook and instagram yeah at we only look thin thank you i appreciate that thanks for workshopping and that. Uh, you can uh, interact with us there or you could also send us an email just like karen did as you have just witnessed with your own ears uh can you witness things with your ears yeah. um we uh, have turned many listener emails into episodes of this show we really do appreciate your episode suggestions uh we answer questions there uh, we also enjoy just getting some compliments via email. That uh, makes us feel good. So if you want to reach out to us via email, that is weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep. And if you have a couple of extra minutes, like Karen did, not only did she send an email, but she gave us a great rating and a great review oh, on Apple Thank Podcast. you, Karen. You're a fine human being. Thank you. It really does make a difference to know that after all of these years, we are getting new listeners and people help uh, people help us by posting uh, reviews 
and uh, stars and leaving a special note saying that we're awesome because we've been doing this a long time and it's great. It just, it not only does it help boost our, uh, our ratings in Apple Podcasts, but it lets us know that what we're doing still matters after all these years. Yeah, and we got a five-star rating recently in which the person said we were very silly, which was, was Which fine. is true. It's, it's true. It's not yeah. wrong. No, it's, uh, it's accurate. I dare you. I defy you to find one silly thing in this episode. <laughs> You can find many, many silly things. Um, And another thing you can do is just tell somebody about the show, Uh, whether you're face-to-face, whether you're in an elevator with strangers and you just want to bring up our show for some reason, Uh, (laughs) if you're in a conversation. Or uh, on Reddit. Karen found out about us on Reddit. I was getting there. I was getting there. I'm on on Reddit a lot. Um, If you – are on Reddit. Uh, there are there are many really good Reddit groups out there where uh, people actually do give really solid advice on uh, weight loss and fitness. Um, you know, people will will oftentimes throw out some of the like wackier fitness ideas. I'm very impressed. There are always people who bring it back to like science based reality. Um, and a lot of good groups out there. Uh, so if you're on one of those and somebody's looking for a podcast suggestion, or if you just want to like throw us in there, uh, but that's a good way. If you don't want to throw it on yourself, be like, well, these non silly, definitely purposefully married, uh, amicably married participants (laughs) in their marriage and podcast. Yeah. Uh, we only look thin say you can just, you know, like, or just, we only look thin. You can just reference us and then you don't even have to explain it yourself. Yeah. Word of mouth really is one of the best ways in which the show grows. Just ask listener Karen who emailed us in and launched this episode. Yeah. Or Meredith who yelled literally at a national monument about us, which was awesome. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so if you're, whether you're catfishing yourself on the internet or going to one of your brother's many, many weddings, just remember that Catherine and I and Karen and, and Meredith from Kentucky are an, an inspiration. inspiration. Asian, Asian, Asian. Do you want to do it one more time without me interrupting you? <laughs> no. And stumbling and stammering. I loved all of it. All of it willingly. Willingly. Will you sign an affidavit <laughs> to that? I will. Asian. Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.